searched for months and nothing turned up. Yeah, I find this tough because there's there's a lot of angles you can look at this from. There was only one suspect ever considered. Something horrible happened. You know, somebody knows something and they're just they're not talking. They're not talking. It's just it's just too easy. I mean, like I said, there there is a very slim, slim, slim possibility that he could be fake, and I guess we can't really 100% rule that out. I mean, yeah. there's just this big hole right in the middle of the case that's just there, and, and nobody's saying anything. It's crazy. It's time for cross-examination. Examination. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Shane. Thanks for joining us here on our fourth episode. Today we'll be talking about Malaysia Flight 370, the largest missing persons case in the 21st century. Where were you when 370 disappeared? Ooh, 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 ooh. We'll get to that a bit later, uh, I believe. But, uh, was a lot of pandemonium surrounding this case, but... If you do not know, if you have been living under a rock, we are recording this very close to Mother's Day, so we just really quickly want to give a shout-out to all the moms out there. Thank you to my mother who listens to this show. I love you very much, as well as my grandmother who also listens to this show. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Yes, thank you to each and every mother out there, but a special thank you to my mom who had to deal with me through high school. I know that wasn't easy. (laughs) And to my wife who has to deal with me doing a podcast, so... Thanks, guys. <laughs> and and my wife, who has to deal with me every single day <laughs> for the rest of her life. Yes, yes. Um, but real quick, uh, weird transition from Mother's Day to this next uh, topic of discussion real quick before we get into our case recap. We recently just started doing memberships. If you're interested in becoming a member of this podcast, we say it at the end of every show, but we now have perks for all of you members if you decide to uh donate 99 cents a month to us to give us a livable wage uh for making this podcast and (laughs) helping us get better stuff so that we can better make this podcast donating 99 cents a month can get a member shout out at the end of all episodes which includes this episode cross-examination cold case chase as well as case closed we have our 499 memberships which uh you can actually get a chance to show up on this show. We will be doing little rotations once a month for every other show. Sneak peeks at intros for Cold Case Chase. Merch lottery. And if that gives anything away, we have merch coming soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, A bonus podcast called Unused Evidence, which will be recorded once a month. We got to get on recording that first one pretty soon, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We get bi-weekly voice calls with, obviously, both of the amazing, talented people in this voice call right now, me and Shane. Uh, Our beautiful voices in your ears. (laughs) Could you even imagine? Could you even imagine? I'll even say your name if you want me to in any dialect or tone you want. Oh, yes. I'll say your name. I'll say your name, and I will will ask your fiancé to marry you. I will do that. (laughs) Um, And then last but not least, our 999 member perks 
uh, they will be getting votes on possible shareholder items uh, and the ability to see the schedule as well for what episodes are going to be coming out as well as uh, uh, everything else that I have listed beforehand. Obviously, we're not going to force any of you listeners to do it, but hey, you know what? If you guys really do feel like donating and you love this show, please feel free to. Yes, but, it'd be very nice. Yes, we would love you with all of our hearts. Uh, all two of them. Yes. Um, <laughs> with that intro out of the way, let's go ahead and get into the case recap. If you haven't listened to this episode, which is Malaysia Flight 370 or the Avian Anomaly, as it's now known as, what are you doing? Go listen to it. It's an amazing episode. Uh, it's uh, it the f- fifth episode of Cold Case Chase. Uh, one of my favorites. I say that about every single pod, but I really do. I really do like uh, the show a lot. Mm. But uh, with that, let's go ahead and get into the case recap. Case recap. In 2014, a flight took off from Kuala Lumpur and was scheduled to land in China. However, it would never arrive and go on to uh, and go on a flight pattern that no one can explain. Some say that the crew hijacked the plane, while others think that the crew was involved. Or sorry, that the passengers hijacked the plane, and some others think that the crew was involved. Some theorists think that anyone can be involved, from Al Qaeda to possible aliens. Malaysia Flight 370 and its nearly 250 passengers were never found, making it the biggest missing persons case in aviation history. So, with that out of the way, we're going to go ahead and get into a weird subject because uh, both Shane and I were were alive in 2014, uh, I like to think. Um, Hard to believe, but it's uh, true. I know, right? So we're going to play a little game called Where Were You? So I know this is going to be a little out of order, but uh, Shane, where were you? When Malaysia Flight 370 disappeared. I was hanging out in my apartment with my wife, and I don't really remember it happening at the time. I used to just completely stay out of, like, the news and stuff. It was just, like, this thing I viewed as, like, I don't want to read news. It's depressing, man. That's, let's just carry on with my own life. And But I do remember hearing about it, and I read into it later on. So, it's crazy. Though. Oh, yeah. What about you? I was... 14 years old uh at my great grandmother's house uh we were switching between channels uh between little house on the prairie and the news because those are the only two channels that we watched at her house (laughs) uh and it came on when the breaking news was happening and we were like uh what the heck is is happening right now and it, it because i was that young it didn't really register to me that um it was like a big deal but obviously like as time went on, it registered to me as more of a big deal. Uh, the more obviously you read up on it and everything. Right, right, absolutely. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Now, of course. all good, all good. Yeah, no. You, uh, you mentioned you were fourteen, and then I had to think, and I was I was twenty four. So yeah, we got we got ten years between us. It's okay. You're you're still one of the best friends I could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty soon you'll be hearing my voice. I remember back when Malaysia flight. <laughs> I remember back in my day when Malaysia Flight 370, that news was just coming out. <laughs> just straight up old man voice. I can't wait until I hear uh, Case Closed. Hi, everyone. My name's Shade, and welcome to Case Closed. <laughs> Oops, oh, I need to change my adult diaper. <laughs> Honey! Yeah. yeah. Who told you that? Who told you? 
Uh, don't worry, don't worry. I I have my sources. I have my sources. Uh, with that weird uh weird sidetrack out of the way, let's talk about what we find weird about this case, though. Yes. Um. So, uh, to me, the weirdest thing about this case uh is that there's so little known about it, and we probably will never know what happened truly. Uh, Malaysia Flight 370 will be a mystery unless one of two things happens, and that's if one, we find Malaysia Flight 370, or two, uh, the aliens responsible show us proof that they did it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but they are um, out all there. jokes is they are. They're out there. I believe it 100%. Um, all jokes aside, though, uh, there is very little to be done about this case, and it's kind of sad and scary that 239 people died, and we will never, uh, like, know the true reasoning why it happened. Uh, and that's probably the weirdest and scariest thing to me about this case. Yeah. I find this case really interesting because it's different from a lot of the other cold cases that have been covered in this podcast. You know, in most of them, there's an obvious, like, murderer or murder happening. Uh, this one, it wouldn't be so much as an obvious murder at all. I mean, it's it's just kind of weird in that sense. But what gets me is that the Malaysian government has been so uncooperative since day one. The, mm. You know, they had data very early on that showed a satellite ping from the plane way off course. And they withheld that information. And the Australian government was searching uh, for the flight because it was supposedly somewhere in their area. And the Malaysian government just let them look in the wrong spot for a very long time. And it seems like they were just much more concerned with having their government not look bad and just trying to sweep it under the rug and just try and move on. And it's really kind of frustrating when you think about it because 239 people just disappeared. And though it's unlikely that any would have survived, they threw away any chance of helping any people that might have survived. And it's oh, yeah. just weird. And, and, you know, at this point, you know, even if they couldn't find survivors, they could have found the black boxes and tried to figure out what happened. But at, at this point, like, they're, they're destroyed. I mean, they're gone. Yeah. They are, if they're, if they're not at the bottom of an ocean right now, they are certainly in a hidden Russian bunker somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, it's that that that's always very scary when when uh, the people you're trying to help don't want to be helped. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a very frustrating thing to realize, but once you realize it, it's like, well, I know the Malaysian government doesn't want the help, but I can guarantee you that the families of all 239 people on board want the help. Yeah, absolutely. They, they want the closure. They want to know what happened, and they want to be able to, to say, "I know what happened to my child. I want to know what happened to my brother, my sister, my father, my mother, exactly. my grandmother, grandfather, friend. I want to know what happened to that person, so that I can live knowing, okay, they might not be with me anymore, but at least I know what happened to them, and mm -hmm. I can move on now. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's a that's a scary thing." That's a that's a very scary thing. I couldn't even imagine if if somebody that I loved had gone through that or if they were on that flight and definitely uh I can definitely speak for both of us when we do say uh that our hearts go out to all the fan friends and family of those 239 people as well as Absolutely. the the crewmates the the crewmates family and friends as well. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's just sad and and crazy and 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 just kind of no justice brought forth they they just have this hole and they don't know why yeah uh, anywho all right let's go ahead and let's get into our next segment which before is before we do that let's hear a quick word from our sponsor oh get the tease in there here's uh, former matt reading an ad go oh i just hit my tooth <laughs> did you hit your tooth with my water cup <laughs> <laughs> well that's a great note to bring us back in on oh there we go welcome back everybody Thanks and guess what time word, it is matt. oh yes thank you former me for reading that lovely anchor sponsorship what's really funny uh, i have another weird thing that i'm going to say after an ad just like i did last week i've talked to like three separate people now recommending anchor um and, and how great it is and th- this is this is not part of the ad even though if anchor wants to to give me money for it i will happily <laughs> take it anchor anchor is super e- super easy to use um and, and i really like it uh and I've recommended it to like three other podcasts that are starting out and they really like it as well. Um, but without further ado, the reason why everybody's here, let's go ahead and get into the cross-examination. It's time for the cross-examination. Our very first question comes from Ragemaster. He or she or they he. say he... Did you hear about the newscaster who got tricked into saying the captain's names were Sumting Wong, We Too Low, and Bang Ding Ao? If you would like, uh, if you would like uh, the clip, here it is. Coroner is still trying to determine the cause of death and whether she was already dead when the truck hit her. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, We Too Low, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board Flight 214 when it crashed. We are working to determine exactly what roles each of them played during the landing on Saturday. Ah, uh, yikes, 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 yikes. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Um, Hard not to cringe. Yeah, it really is. Um, I, we were talking about this before the podcast because we obviously talked to each other. Uh, we talked to each other before to make sure, like, okay, we know what questions we're answering and stuff. And we both came across this one. We were like, uh, do we do we really want to acknowledge <laughs> that this happened? <laughs> um, it is not a well-timed joke. Uh, definitely. Luckily, it was not for this this flight. I, I say luckily, but it's it's still a pretty poor in poor taste joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, there it was a different flight that crashed in Asia that was called. I actually have it pulled up here. The Asiana Flight Two Fourteen uh, that crashed, and uh, newscaster was tricked into saying that it was something wrong. We too low. Bang ding ow. Uh, not the best joke, and it was definitely brought up when three seventy was declared missing and and everything and it's it's definitely not in the best taste that's all i could say about it <laughs> yeah yeah it's you just gotta gotta grin and bear that one i that's like the one thing i do remember from that incident it was was hearing that and just being like oh, wow <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that's something that i just saw okay <laughs> yes. um and that that's like a like you can you can 
obviously I think appreciate it from like a joke standpoint, but at the same time you you gotta realize like okay maybe now's the not not the best time to make this joke. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, if minus the circumstances, it's not a terrible joke. I will give it that. <laughs> if 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 Malaysia Flight 370 was completely out of the equation, that's what I'm saying. So yes. don't don't pile up on me, please. <laughs> um. But yes. Uh, Rage Master, we did hear that. Uh, speaking of Rage Master, real quick, uh, Rage Master is on a fellow podcast that I recently went on called Sci Fi Malady. Go check it out. Amazing podcast about uh, movie reviews, old sci fi movies. Amazing podcast. Nice. Uh, we recently did Dark Skies, uh, the movie from 2013, uh, a review on that, which I actually really loved. Uh, so go check that out. Amazing podcast, Sci-Fi Malady. Go check it out. Just wanted to give them a quick shout out because they are really good friends of mine and I really love them. Um, but speaking of people uh, I really like talking to, uh, Live Long With Force came in with a question that said, would a plane normally hit the water vertically if the controls were unmanned? Or would somebody have to physically put the plane in that position to crash completely vertical? So this is kind of a straightforward answer basically no like there are some instances where this is plausible such as like a total power failure but that's kind of still iffy and ultimately this would this would happen after being set in motion by the pilot and given that the pilot had already gone off course and turned the autopilot function off it seems unlikely that this was kind of an accidental crashing out of you know a vertical yeah yeah i can i can understand i can understand both arguments kind yeah. of um because obviously if there was a power failure um it could go straight down um it, like obviously a nosedive if he's trying to pull if he's if the captain is trying to pull it up if there's a complete power failure but you also do have to account for it's a falling object with, with mm -hmm. the wings. It's going to flip over. It's going to do a whole bunch of different stuff. Unless the pilot was just controlling it somehow. But yeah, I, I, I personally think that it probably was somewhat of a manual thing that they, they did that. Janonymous asks, how plausible do you think it was that the plane was somehow sabotaged or set up to crash in the Indian Ocean before it even took off. Ooh. So the biggest question with with this case from the very beginning is is who? Who did this and why would that group or person uh do that? Like is it possible? Uh Yeah, I guess so. Uh that they could have set that up to where it was supposed to crash in the Indian Ocean. Um, but it could have also been aliens, if we're arguing for other things kind of in that realm. Some people think, uh, yeah, it could have been aliens. And mm -hmm. some people think, yeah, it could have been a setup. Any theory at this point could have a small, tiny bit of the truth in it. And that's kind of why we're going to have this next little segment here. Um, that's going to be very fun for both me and Shane called not final verdict. 
So in this segment, we will be trying to one-up each other with crazier theories. This is the perfect case for that because there's really only one factor driving this case forward, and that's crazy theories. So me and Shane both took about 10 minutes each, I think, and we just looked online, searched whatever we could for crazy theories, and this is, uh, this is what we found. So I'm going to go first uh, with, for, this, for this one. Um, I found this on Wired, wired.com. Um, it's not too crazy of a theory, but I thought it's a good warm-up. So uh, this one is the faked flight plan. Uh, so Wired got an email uh, that suggested that someone on board hijacked the plane and kept its location concealed by faking a flight plan from an uncontrolled airport. Then the pilots could be uh, then the pilots could pretend to be a small business jet and proceed to some hidden airfield somewhere with no one being wiser, except for the fact <laughs> that is kind of tricky <laughs> to hide a Boeing 777, a Boeing 777 and several and, and 239 passengers and crew. So making basically 250 people on board. So faking all of that, making some sort of yep, this is this is yes. Uh, this is a this is this is a small commercial jet. Uh, we are <laughs> we're going to <laughs> land on this small airfield right here on this small little island. Uh, what do you mean we're a Boeing seven seven seven? No 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 no. Where are you going to land over here? <laughs> That's my crazy theory. I thought it was funny while I was reading it and I was laughing a little bit, but I thought that was a good theory to warm up on because. I already have a feeling I know where the crazy theory that you're going to go with is. Uh, yeah. But let's go ahead and let's get to yours real quick because yeah. I want to hear it. Mine was kind of a compilation of a few things I found and I just kind of threw it together. And uh, that is a wormhole. So the plane <laughs> originally went off course due to an anomaly spotted, which you know was messing with the signal that the airport was receiving and then not receiving. However, no matter how hard the pilots tried, the anomaly stayed in front of them, and with no other recourse, the plane and all of its occupants went through a wormhole, and back, or forward, into time. Any of the debris oh, wow. that has been found since then is just due to the jostling the, pain the plane has received in the wormhole. So, oh, yeah. you know, we'll either see them again, or they'll see us a while ago. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. Could you imagine... <laughs> This is this is how you this is how like um back in the old days like UFOs were found like back in like the uh, early Egyptian days like it wasn't yes. the, it was just a wormhole <laughs> that led like a normal like Joe Schmo from like 2012 back there oh gosh and that that's how they got there I like it I like it all the <laughs> that's how the, the pyramids old, were built yeah all the old ink and like carvings and stuff yeah I like it. <laughs> it was just. It, <laughs> It was made by like your next door neighbor Hank. Like, <laughs> man, that that would be scary. Like, if my next door neighbor got blasted back in time, and he could show he could show one thing, my next door neighbor would probably show them like rap music, most likely, because that's all he blasts. <laughs> yes, during yes. any hour of the day. Most of the time, when uh, Matt and I are talking, I hear him go, "Oh my god, my neighbor blasting his music again." <laughs> oh yeah it's usually i i wonder what when i wake up it's usually what music am i gonna hear today playboy <laughs> cardi uh drake am i gonna hear um something else that i don't know it's 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 
sometimes I get annoyed by it, but other times I'm usually sleeping. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, before we go ahead and get into our actual final verdict, I'm going to have Shane go ahead and go through our actor spotlight. Yes, this uh, episode had the least amount of voice actors. We had five total. Um, we had Hayden Mintz as Captain Shaw. Gemma Spencer as Ground Control, Kaya Birch as Newscaster, our own Matt as Newscaster as well, and Leilani Jade as Conspiracy Theorist. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot that her part was in there. So, <laughs> so, so funny story. When I was doing this episode, I was texting back and forth with, with Jade, and I was telling her, so I, I'm not sure how I can make this episode longer because I wanted to I wanted to make it a bit longer because you can't really do a lot of scenes with this. So I was like, well, what can I do? And she she said, why not have like a conspiracy theorist like spout some nonsense? And I was like, well, that's like a good way to like close off the episode. And she was like really adamant, like, no, you should do something like that. Like, it will be funny. It'll be good for like your viewers to like after like a long exposition from you, hear something that's not your voice. Yeah. And first I went, thanks, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> and secondly, I went, you know, you're right. Because after a huge basically exposition drop of directions, um, I, I just went, OK, yeah, this is a good place to put it. Um, so she. I, I told her, I was like, you're going to be my conspiracy theorist then. She was like, okay. <laughs> so I, I put her up to it, and then we recorded everything, and everything was all set. Nice. Um, I would also out. like, oh, yeah. I would also like to note that I think uh, the funniest joke I have ever written was in this episode, right at the end, uh, in the newscaster bit, when um, I think the entire newscaster bit was funny. Uh, and you guys can think whatever you like, but I, I really do think that that, I really do think that that is some of the, that, that was probably the funniest scene I've ever written for this show and probably will be until the season finale. Bum, bum, bum. Ooh. Um, so go ahead, think whatever you will, but I think that is the funniest and we might even have, uh, some sort of award show coming up. Uh, in like three months <laughs> maybe um, who knows but uh, with all that said and done thank you to all the actors let's give them a quick round of applause thank you everybody and uh, we'll go ahead and we'll start with our final verdicts so Shane what happened to Malaysia Flight 370 well I was doing some research for this uh, episode here and I came across a few videos, but one in particular stuck out to me, and it was basically about how with, I think it was, came out about two months ago, and it was a short video. It was talking about how modern technology, um, sonar, and everything paired with a lot of volunteers, mostly retired um, airplane pilots and tech workers. They think that they're getting pretty close to finding the plane. They feel like they've pinpointed the location to the southwest of Australia where they where they believe it was crashed. And um but what sticks out to me is that in this video there was a statement from the former prime minister of Australia who was acting prime minister when this whole ordeal happened and he stated that even during that time the Malaysian government believed that the pilot committed a murder suicide 
um, the the main uh, captain, Z- Zahari Ahmad Shah, and that since then, um, some more kind of I guess evidence has come out. He he was going through a divorce right before the flight, and he had a flight simulator in his house and took the exact same route that um they took on the Malaysia flight which you know has been disputed by some of his friends and family that he would be doing that but I don't know to me it seems seems fairly probable hmm. what, what do you think I think that's obviously I, I I I haven't watched this video I'll definitely watch it after after this though um I think that's fairly plausible if if everything that you're saying is true if he was doing the same flight pattern at home mm-hmm. that's that's almost like a dead giveaway if, yeah because that would that would have been before obviously everything mm-hmm. and if the driving factor was he was going through a divorce and wanted to commit suicide and i think that that's a very possible that's a very possible motive um for me obviously 20 2010 through 2014 um uh, was a big big time with the middle east uh right. especially uh i believe t- it, was, it was sometime in there that osama bin laden had gotten uh assassinated and killed mm-hmm. by seal team 6 uh that probably didn't make very many uh terrorist organizations very happy um and i feel that malaysia flight 370 was a part of a terrorist attack um Obviously, it wasn't towards America. It was more towards Asia and uh, and, and Malaysia specifically. But I feel like one of the groups who did claim responsibility for Malaysia Flight 370 was telling the truth because there were a lot of, uh, whether it be small or big terrorist organizations claiming it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't. It was not aliens, and it was not black holes or lizard people. <laughs> bent on taking over the world <laughs> people. but in the end i think it was the scariest monster of all and that's humans themselves um and i think that's that's definitely the answer i think a human did this i think a yes. human did this yes i tend to agree <laughs> as fun as it is to think about aliens i i don't really think that that's that's uh plausible <laughs> oh yeah if you want to tell us all of your uh, alien theories, go ahead and post them on Discord or yes, on our please. Instagram. Yes. Uh, please do. I would love to hear all of your guys' alien theories on this case because I want to believe, as, as uh, everybody seems to say with the aliens, I want to believe. <laughs> but let's go ahead and close this out. Yes. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Cross Examination. Next time, we'll be covering the Zodiac Killer. If you want to have your question read in that episode, get it posted to the cross-examination section of the Discord. Ooh, I'm so excited for Zodiac. Ooh, baby. Yeah, that was a really good one. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Discord, there you can find that in the description. Let's try that one more time. (laughs) Speaking of Discord, you can find that in the description. On the Discord, we have auditions to be characters on Cold Case Chase as well as Case Closed. Uh, we also have a community of chasers that love talking unsolved cases. Uh, also, if you'd like to become a member and support the podcast like we were saying at the beginning, please feel free. The link is in the description to head to uh, Anchor to find our supporting prices of 9 
uh, $4.99.99. Uh, we would really appreciate anything that you give us, and like I said, we're not begging, but anything is appreciated. Agreed, absolutely. So, oh yeah. Think that about covers it, unless you have anything else you'd like to say, Shane? I do not. I think that was a pretty good episode. I think it was too. So, let's go ahead. Remember to leave a five-star review, and we'll see you next time on Cross-Examination. This is the Cross-Examination.